Hey guys, welcome to You Chat Too Much podcast. This is a podcast where two international teachers, Joe and Madge, discuss various topics with the help of interesting and amazing guests each week. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to You Chat Too Much. This is our first episode of season two and we're starting off with a good one and we're starting off with somebody that you've heard before in our um, season one summary. Uh, We've got Grace with us today. Hey Grace, how are you? Hey Joe, thanks for having me back. No worries, nice to see you. What about about here, Madge? Come on. Well, I'm just about to. Not you. I'm talking about Grace. You just said, hey, Joe, like, what's all that about? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Jump the gun. Um, We have obviously, uh, we're both of us here today. So myself and Madge. Madge, how are you doing today? How's your week been? Doing good, mate. I'm really excited to use these new microphones. My voice is sounding booming at the minute. Um, Yeah, this week, uh, it's been a big change, hasn't it? I think since the last time we were at the last season, we're pretty much... Uh, like what yesterday or day before we're allowed to travel cross country now we know like restrictions and we're pretty much going to be very close to opening up properly now I think the next big step really is uh, getting more kids (coughs) getting more kids into school that's that's, uh, vaccinations happening for the kids right now and uh, international borders so they're like that's the next step so if you remember last time how much I was mourning each week about flipping being restricted all the time and completely different picture but it is kind of scary how quick you forget about things you know like I was really struggling during the lockdowns and how long it was felt pretty pointless felt like government was controlling us and then when things open and you can go out and socialize it's just so easy to forget but I'm still trying to hold on to it just to make you know feel a little bit better about things how about you Joe? Um, yeah, I mean, to put into context for those that are maybe new to the podcast on season two, um, myself and Madge and Grace, we all live out in Malaysia. Um, we're all international teachers. And uh, like the rest of the world, we've, we've been in various different types of lockdowns. So we're extremely happy to be out of them. And um, yeah, back, back to school. Uh, my week's been good. Um, we've got half term next week, which is one of our school holidays next week. Um, and yeah, it's been nice, nice to start planning this for season two and our first episode. And, uh, I think it's going to be a good one. Let's get going, mate. All right. So today we're, we're going to talk about positivity and, and we've got three different, um, three different views on it today, I think, because I think between myself and Grace, we're both quite positive and different scales of positivity. And then we got Madge, who um, would admit that he's maybe not always um, the most positive with some of his outlook and, and some of his views and opinions. Is that just um, a, a nice way of saying I'm negative? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so I, I was going to start with, uh, I, I was doing a little bit of research on positivity and um, I, was, I was kind of researching and, and one person has said here, um, Lisa Yannick has said that 
apparently a family, um, when you look through family of heart disease, um, who's had a positive outlook on life, um, they've one third less likely to have a heart attack or any other cardiovascular event within five to 25 years, um, contrary to those who have a negative outlook. So we're going to talk today a little bit about positivity, some of the positives of it. That's a potential health um, view on it and a health benefit. Um, Grace, we're going to start off with you. Do you want to talk a little bit about why you feel positivity is important in your day-to-day life? Sure. Um, I think positivity is important for, for every part of your life. I think if you always if you always look on the dark side of things, it's just not beneficial to your life. Um, I just think it's important to like have a growth mindset so that you always have hope, if that makes sense. So if you're going to always look on the negative side of everything, you're looking, you're looking to the depths and the darks and and nothing's ever going to go right. You're never going to grow. You're never going to improve. Whereas if you're looking on the positive side, I just think you always think things can get better and, and things can change and, and you can always develop as a person. So I just, I just, I've always had that attitude. I've always had like a glass half full kind of, kind of attitude. Um, and and I've, I, I don't feel like I ever really get majorly stressed because I always think things can always get better, even if it's not right now. Um, it's not always going to stay like this try and look on the positive side of things. And, and obviously that helps with stress. And it links to what you said, Joe, with, with that article that maybe I'm going to be healthier. Maybe I'm not going to get heart disease because <laughs> I don't tend to get so stressed. I think that's, uh, I think that's interesting because further on in that article, they were talking about how, and obviously positivity and anything to do with like psychology is is and I think with positivity and linking it to health is really hard to make those links and tons and tons of research is still being done but one theory behind this idea of like how positivity can help is that idea that if you have that positive outlook it enables you to cope better in those stressful situations so we will always encounter stressful situations which stress can then affect your um, overall health and and stress on the body but if we have that positive outlook on life then it's going to have that you know more of a a positive effect then on you Madge what are your thoughts on this I got a question before I share my thoughts to both of you actually Um, because we talked about positive and like the dark side and the negative side what would you say to people who are saying if you're always positive can you is there a way of being positive and realistic at the same time yeah for sure I think I think it's always good to have like um to to see both sides of a situation or to have a backup plan so I think in certain situations when things feel out of your control most of the time is when you might have those negative thoughts because you can't control the situation so you might think okay in an ideal world, this is what should happen. However, I'm going to make sure I've looked at both sides of the situation and be realistic that this bad thing could happen or maybe it might go the wrong way. Um, so I think it's about evaluating the situation and hopefully hoping for a positive outcome, but also being realistic, like you said, 
and always kind of thinking of the other side of the story and, and just being realistic and being prepared for potentially a, a worse outcome. So I, I'm, I'm just taking from what you're saying is that it's like being comfortable with your negative thoughts yeah, and then processing it with a bit of perspective, uh, understanding that things could go wrong, but you still always look for the positive outlook. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Joe? What would, you, would you say positivity and realistic can be done at the same time? Yeah, I think um, I think for me, like where I learned what a positive attitude was is, and I think sometimes as soon as you say, oh, I'm a positive person, they think that the the sun shines out every orifice that you have, like, and you're just constantly walking around with a smile on your face. And I don't think you necessarily need to. It doesn't need to, you don't need to like be that all the time, but it is just kind of that way you look at things. Um, and I think that a lot of that has probably come from, you know, my parental impact, um, and what my parents would say when I was growing up and, you know, as a kid, you, you, you have issues and you have like, you know, friendship issues or homeworks late and you think it's, you know, such the end of the world. And I think for me, it's like how my parents would have shaped that and said, oh, okay, it's not the end of the world. Let's solve it. Let's do this. And, and I've just learned to deal with like maybe a stressful situation and, and then realize, oh, actually, like there is an outcome and it is positive. Um, and then you, you try and do that for everything. Um, and then I think I took that through, um, you know, when I started university, um, when I started my first job, that, you know, when people came to me with issues, um, I'm more of a like a solution orientated person. And some people see that as, oh, you're so positive. It's not necessarily positive. There's just no point dwelling on something in which, you know, you can both just say, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Um, I'd rather just come up with solutions. So even when somebody, you know, wants it to be the negative and wants it to be wrong or there's no way out, as it were, I'm always thinking, well, there must be a way out. And there must be a solution to the issue that you have, whether that's an actual action, like an output, or whether that's like a mental feeling about how you're feeling. Um, so, yeah, I think that I, a lot of that's come from from my parents and then just try to continue that, really. You know, what's interesting is that I think when I, when, when I kind of reflect on my own, like positivity, negativity sort of thing, um, I think the first time... I actually was aware of positivity, like in terms of my surroundings was when I came to this school. And and I think you, you like Joe and Grace, you both work in the same department as me. We're in the same office. Uh, and then maybe a couple of more people around the school where I find being surrounded by you just felt different. So obviously if I'm around you two every single day, I'm going to have positive vibes only on a dude, you know? Right? But... <laughs> Like I would say previous to this, I worked in two schools where it was quite kind of a negative environment. And I don't think that I am a negative person. I, I, I disagree with if, if anyone did say I'm a negative person because internally I'm very positive. So I'm, I'm very much what Grace has said. I'm, I'm very good at like controlling, uh, sorry, deciding what I'm in control of and what I'm not in control of. And anything that I'm not in control of, I can kind of dismiss. Um, It'll be in my thought process, but I'll dismiss it because I have no control over it. And then I'll just focus on the things that I can control. And then with those, I'll just put my 100% effort in. Um, 
and I'm very like internally very positive. So I'll always look at the positives out of situations, optimistic about things. But then on the other hand, I do understand that my body language is not positive. My voice is not positive. Um, maybe my personality as well, because I, I, I tend to like in, in, in negative situations, I just kind of stay quiet. Um, but that is something that I've been working on. I know you two have seen, seen me in action this week uh, with me being a little bit more positive and just trying to pick up people. And that's something that I, I've been more conscious of. And I feel like it's something that I have to consciously work at um, to make sure where, where now I'm starting to like realize where I, me as a person can have an impact on someone else's day. So just by saying those little comments that, and they're not lies, they're like genuine truths, but I'm, I'm saying that in a way so I can lift that person for that day. And it's also genuine that we're not very comfortable as human beings hearing positive remarks, right? It's that when we get feedback, even when we teach a student, our students generally, they want to know what they can do better with or what they can do better on anyway. And I think as humans, even me, when I take compliments, I feel very, very awkward. So I think it's just something in human nature that we need to get used to. And when we were talking about this episode, Joe, when we were planning it, and I kind of asked you, like, where where has this positivity come from? And then the two things, uh, sorry, the one thing that I found between the both here was I asked you a question both separately. Like, is it did you have a, a positive upbringing with your parents? And you both said yes. Uh, and that's the one thing that I would say I didn't have. And I'd. And I never like I never knew until I had that conversation with you. Um, and like in my environment, I won't say they were negative, but it was like in a, in a situation like let's say I got a job or I was moving country, it'd be more about have you thought of this? So it's like have you thought of all the things that could go wrong? Mm-hmm. And obviously that's done out of love. But if you're always thinking like that, then you're always whenever you look at a new situation, you're always thinking of what things could go wrong. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that Joe and I'm hoping that both Joe and Grace could give an example of where your parents, an example that happened in the past where your parents have been really positive with you, just so um, so, the, uh, so the people who are listening can kind of understand the difference in, in, in the bring, uh, upbringing. I think, I think for me, like, there's a lot of decisions that I've made and the positive um, action or or you know, thing that's come out of it is just, it's just that support of just like, yeah, do it. Oh, great. Do this, do that. Um, we meet you there. We, we follow along with you. We'll do whatever. And it's just that thing of, I might, you know, if I think back to like maybe my decision to, to leave the UK and my first teaching abroad um, school was in Egypt you know, and I, I didn't really know anything about Egypt. Like, you know, my, my understanding of Egypt was um, the revolution, um, was related to uh, the media and like, you know, there had been, um, there had been a few like terrorist acts going on. There'd been like shootings, um, you know, violence and just like kind of a lack of understanding of um, Islam and everything. And, and I remember just kind of approaching my my mom and my dad about this and just kind of asking a little bit about it. And when I'd spoken to friends, they had kind of been like, oh, what about this? Oh, what are you going to be safe? Oh, what about this or that? My parents were just like, oh, it's going to be great. Oh, have you seen the beaches? Oh, have you seen the golf courses? Have you seen this, this? So it's just that like my, that flipped mindset of like, geez, I'm not even thinking about 
potential threat or safety or anything. I'm thinking about all the positives. You know, my mum's going, oh, imagine every morning getting up and it being sunny. Oh, I can't wait to come out and visit you. That's that. That's it, isn't it? I mean, that's not like just um, always like rosy, you know, positive, but it, it's just thinking about the good things and then not dwelling on those things that might cause worry or might cause any stress. So that's probably like a really clear example of when, when I think my parents have been totally on on side and probably alleviated my my stress or my worry with just positivity. Yeah, I I agree with Joe. Um, so my example or my scenario really would be growing up. Um, I would just say my parents were like really happy and just same as Joe, like really really supportive. Um, and just wanted me to do whatever I wanted to do. They they accepted me for exactly who I was. They were super supportive of all the sports that I wanted to play and they would turn up to all my fixtures. And um, I got into like drama with my mum and, you know, they would always come and watch the shows that I was in. And they just always encouraged me to do whatever I wanted to do. So I always never really worried or, or was negative about anything that I wanted to try. And I remember I went to like quite a good school. I went, I went to a private girls school. So you can imagine the, the kind of caliber of, of students that went to this fee paying school. And I, I'm obviously not stupid, but I was not nowhere near as smart as some of the girls that went to the, the school. And I was obviously one of the sporty girls, not so academic. Um, and I, I did, ha- I did worry a little bit saying, no, oh, I don't feel like I'm doing as well as my friends. They're all getting A stars and A's I'm getting C's and B's. And my mum would just say, we don't care. Do your best. Just do your best. That's all we like. We're just happy that you're doing your best. Um, as long as you can come out of that exam room and say, I tried my hardest, then we'll be super happy about that. So they never pressured me. They never, they never criticized me. They never said, you must get A stars and A's. They just always said, do your best. That's all we want from you. And um, so, yeah, like, I think that's probably why I am the way I am. And and I think I would definitely pass that on to my children to just be that supportive. And I think that brings out positive vibes. Can I can I move us on and, and talk about this idea of, of positive, of... Um toxic positivity um because this is something which is which gets brought up a lot um with i mean we've had conversations about it me and you and uh, me and you grace have had conversations about it before and um and when we were initiating this um topic i spoke to madge about it i i did some research on what it is and and obviously it's that kind of over and above, over the top, ignoring all bed, all negatives whatsoever and just being as positive as ever. But something that um, this uh, uh, lady wrote about Brittany Wong, she wrote an article about it and she said that um, feeling connected to and heard by others is one of the most powerful um, antidotes to depression and anxiety. So that idea of sharing your feelings, sharing the negatives um, is really important while isolating um, fuels these emotional issues. So trying to hide or deny any feelings or negative that might lead to stress can actually have like the opposite effect and can actually cause more depression and anxiety. 
and I feel that was really interesting because, you know, there are those times and, and I've definitely felt it. And I, I think you have as well, Grace, where people kind of put pressure on you to always be positive because you are kind of like a positive person. And then when you actually just having one of those days when you just feel like a bit rubbish, um, that actually that can be quite hard on you to be like, no, I, I, I feel a bit rubbish too sometimes and that's fine. And people find that a bit weird. Um, what do you think about that, Grace? Yeah, I, re I really like that quote, um, feeling connected and heard by others and sharing, sharing how you're feeling will reduce depression and anxiety because I think I am a really open person. So if I'm feeling a certain way, I'll let you know or uh, not necessarily like an opinionated person, but if I'm feeling really happy, then you'll be able to see it. And the same with like, if I'm not feeling great or if I'm feeling ill or tired, I just think it shows. Um, so like Joe was saying, maybe if I, I've had a bad night's sleep and I've come into work and I've got bags under my eyes and I can't be bothered to teach that day, then I, and I feel like it, it shows and then people will, will question it. Um, and sometimes, it, it, yeah, it can be a little bit draining to to just say to people, yeah, I just, I just didn't, didn't sleep well last night. I'm just feeling a bit quiet or whatever today. Um, yeah. People do, do expect of you to sometimes bring you up and bring the positivity, but I think just being open and honest with your friendships or your family around you and just explaining and, and being open with how you're actually feeling. Um, people then understand exactly how you're feeling and, and why you're maybe acting a certain way that day. So let me ask you a question. I might, I might be repeating it here, but one thing it is quite evident is that I don't think you have many of these days, but when you two are not positive, like when, when you're not having a good day, it's really evident. Um, yeah, you just go a little bit quiet or maybe it's just in the body language, but you, I can clearly see when you're not having a good day. So um, I'd stop uh, rinsing you for that day, just to make sure you have a day off. But um, I was just always, I've asked you this question in our previous, when we did that review season one, and I kind of want you to go a little bit deeper on it, Grace, and, and also Joe to give you, give you an answer. But I always feel like positive people just have all this energy, right? But you must go home and have a massive moan. <laughs> just like when you're just being positive all the time, there's got to be like, like you said, the days when you don't feel good, but you, you, you do you, how do you deal with the stress and pressure of being positive? Obviously for me, you guys are, are massive, like in my life in terms of like bringing that positive, positive vibes. And obviously when you have your day off, I can see that and you're having your day off, but the next day you're back on it. But if that's what I like about, I mean, you guys around is that, I don't have many positive people in my life, like with, with the energy and stuff. So by you guys who are being positive around me just makes me kind of have a positive outlook on life. And I think that in itself is a pressure because in your own friendship groups, if you are that positive person, then people are relying on you, right? Um, so how do you deal with that pressure and stress of being positive all the time when you're having that bad day or how do you deal with it? Um, I don't know about you, Joe, but, I don't tend to feel stress and pressure to be positive. I just, I honestly think it's like part of my nature now. I just think it's my personality and people are, oh, you're so positive. But I do genuinely just think that's the way I am. I don't try and act a certain way or I don't feel pressure to, to be a certain way. I, I think I am quite lucky in that I have got quite a, a positive, happy-go-lucky 
personality um and I and I honestly don't really think about it so yeah sometimes I, I, I might have a rough day or I'm a bit stressed or coronavirus pandemic has, has broken out and you can't go home or whatever uh, but I just think I think talking to people and just dealing with it maybe with somebody close to you uh, yeah I would get home and, and vent to my partner and 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 he's seen that negative side of me um but I think for me I'm not conscious of being positive I think it's just I'm conscious of being me and conscious of being real and yeah I do have days when I go home and maybe I do want to talk something out but I think it's just it's just that it's just communicating and, and getting feelings out there really for me I don't know about you Joe. yeah I think you know if I can kind of like I don't know in, in a sense I try to dissect what you're saying Madge because it's interesting because um there's not like a clear cut down the middle of like I'm having positive or I'm, or I'm feeling negative. Like, you know, if I come in and, you know, I've had maybe a bit of a rough night's sleep. If somebody was to ask me how I'm feeling right now on a, on a scale, I'd probably say like, you know, I'm a five or six out of 10 cause I'm tired. But then if somebody asked me a scenario and said, um, I'm really concerned about this or, um, we've got this complication with the timetable or whatever work stuff, my, my um, output would still be um, solution orientated and, and quite a positive outlook on it. I might then finish that conversation and go back to still being a six out of 10 with my, how I personally feel in terms of like tiredness or a bit stressed, but like what I put out there to other people will still try and be as positive as possible. But your response but, won't be the same. Well, potentially it might not be as big and bubbly. And that's sometimes like that comes then down to like body language. But similar to Grace, I'm not necessarily aware of like, oh, I've got to say this this way because that will come across positive. It is just in my nature to be a more of a positive person. And whether that's sometimes optimistic and um, maybe a little bit deluded with my optimism. I'd rather be like that than be everything coming my way and be quite pessimistic and say, you know, I know it's the extreme, but say like, oh, you've just won a million pounds. Oh, well, just how am I going to count all that money? You know, it's like that thing of like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, and I think sometimes positivity and negativity doesn't have to be so clean cut because I, I love a moan and I, and I love you know, for certain people that I'm, I feel comfortable around, I'm more than happy to have a whole afternoon of moaning about something and it makes me feel so much better. However, I, I, I can't dwell on that and I can't, I can't surround myself with people that are too negative. Yes, yes. I like it sometimes yeah. because you can, you can fuel off each other and you can bounce off each other, but you do leave going having a joke about it or having a laugh about it. And we know that through this week at work, it's been a bit stressful and we've ended up having a bit of a moan about it, but then ended up laughing about it and having like a more of a positive spin. However, we could have snowballed and that's yeah. what we could do in all situations. If you have a negative mindset, it could just never, ever get worse. However, I'm fine with having a snowball into negativity but I'll bounce straight back up again. Um, and I think that's something that that's healthy and that's not toxic because actually I'm, I'm appreciating the negatives 
and I'm accepting of the negatives. I'm understanding them, but I can still be, I can still look at the positives. Um, and they, those are the things that kind of, you know, for me, they, they shine a bit brighter. I'd say, um, going back to your question about if positive, positive is, positivity is toxic I would say <laughs> this is just a personal thing for me but I can't deal with positive people in the morning I mean like I <laughs> I just can't do it like I think I don't know if it's positivity or just like it's generally the people who talk a lot in the morning are the positive yeah, that that's see that's just energy that's energy. Just high energy that's not positivity that's know. just loud and bubbly people no, but even somebody no, could come know. into the office and be like oh have you heard this oh have you heard this and you're like whoa just yeah. settle down and they could be they could be making negative remarks that comes down to like energy level and i think sometimes that's maybe where you where sometimes you link positivity to like high energy bubbly always smiley doesn't have to be that it just means you've got a positive outlook on life, but you could still be a really calm person. And we know plenty of those type of people. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other thing I, I find sometimes awkward as well, I think is when, when people try to put a positive spin on everything. And I yeah. put here that, and I know Grace has said, said something similar that I'm not trying to bring down the pod in, in any way, but you know, like when there's death, uh, when you're talking to a friend or someone in your family, like, even I've heard people trying to be positive about that. Um, and like generally, obviously, being from a religious background and saying that, you know, it's God's wish or it's part of God's plan. And, and it just makes me cringe so bad because although as a religious person, we all know that death is or not a religious person, but we all know that death is going to come at some point. But I just don't think trying to put a positive spin on that is going to help the person. And I think uh, this is an example, but in that in that example, it's just more about trying to be there and just sitting with them quietly or putting an arm around them. Uh, I don't know, Grace, can you give another example so I don't leave with that one? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, that's that's quite brutal on the death one. Uh, um, <laughs> I went there. I went. To <laughs> I think I I don't know. I think when people try and be positive in scenarios which aren't necessarily positive, like like death or, or maybe like losing a job or, you know, something like that. I think when people try to be positive in those situations is to try and be like your comfort blanket. You know, when someone dies maybe and it's been a long time coming and people say they're in a better place now, they're not hurting anymore, then that you could maybe see that as a positive spin on it. But I guess it's true. And sometimes that's what a family member needs to hear. And I just think they're saying it as like a comfort blanket as to try to think of it as this way rather than, um, you know, thinking, yeah. oh, my God. I, I said give a different example to death and you use a death example again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but I like I get what you're saying. Like sometimes um, when 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 you feel like you need to be positive in that. And I think yeah. it's just about trying to acknowledge the feelings and just listen to them rather than having to say something in it. Like some people do have to say something. We're going to move on. And, uh, and for this one, um, well, move on from death. Thanks, I thought you're going, going to brighten it up a bit, man. Come on. Like, uh, you we, are going to, we are you can't going just to move it on like that. You, I thought no, we are going to brighten example. it up. Um, I, Grace, what I want from you, and this is, um, this is like a warm-up 
for our uh, our new section at the end, which is quick fire questions. And this is a bit of a warm up for you. Um, because Madge has talked so long about death on our positive podcast. Um, I want you to just summarize one benefit of being positive and one tip that you could give somebody to increase their positivity. And I'm going to put you on the spot for it because I just want one benefit and one tip to increase it. Go. Um, one benefit of being positive uh, is that you'll always have a growth mindset and you'll always know that things can get better. And what was the second one? And a tip, one tip to increase positivity. Um, I think just be realistic and don't dwell on on a on the bad side of things. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to you. I'm a negative person, so I'm gonna go back to you, Joe. <laughs> uh, no, because I've got another question I want to ask you, and and, and I'm, I think it's just better to come from you two because you are naturally positive. Okay. So what's let's go back at you. What do you think? Uh, another, give me a different benefit of positivity and a, and a tip. I th- I think uh, a benefit of positivity is is you are you're definitely going to be more liked by people around you, and people always appreciate a benefit a more of a positive person um and i think they appreciate it in a workplace um in a friendship group they always people always appreciate some form of positivity um and any tips for increasing positivity um try whenever you're in a situation where it is negative try always think about three positive things to that one negative so Talk about the negative thing. Don't shy away from it. But then go and do something or talk about something or um, hang out with somebody else who is positive and try have like, you know, three conversations which like outweighs whatever negative is going on at the time. Don't do something else which is negative. Finish it on a positive. Yeah, exactly. All right, I got another question for both of you, uh, for the listeners, because I'm all about the listeners. Um what's what's one thing that it's so it's a little bit about your tip but a little bit more practical what practical advice could you give a person tomorrow that they can do to improve their positivity i know that joe kind of went into it but grace what 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 give give us one strategy or one thing a person can pick up tomorrow and try to work on their positivity um I think surround yourself with the right people and people that are going to um, evaluate and analyze the situation realistically with you so I think surround yourself with the right people communicate with those people talk about all angles of a situation and, and I think you'll come out with the best outcomes from oh, that this is good at this cook fire thing eh? this, I think mm. the best answers have come from these cook fire ones <laughs> How about you, Joe? I know you kind of you kind of said it with the with the three things that you can pick up positive, but yeah, I, I would say I'd say something similar um, to what the my first suggestion. Um, and I remember doing like a course, and this was related to like you know it was related to gratitude and 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 developing positivity within your department or in your workplace. But just at the start of the day when you wake up, and this could be in a journal, it could be in your like diary or your planner or you know whatever you're doing is just write down three things that you're really pleased about or that you're really happy about or really grateful for at the start of the day Um, or the end of the day just at the start of the day because I think there's a lot to be said about you know if you start the day right you're gonna have a good day 
you know, it's like that thing about, you know, going for a walk in the morning, listen to a podcast, listen to some music. You know, if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you don't do anything about it, everybody is going to be affected by your mood that day. Um, and everything, every situation that you're in is going to be affected by your negativity or your mood. So, you know, do whatever you need to do to kind of make yourself feel a little bit more upbeat in the morning. You know, get yourself a nice cup of coffee, you know, write down some things that make you happy, you know, hang out with your dog or your cat or whatever, like do something positive in the morning. Um, and I think it will have a massive impact on the rest of your day. I would say something that I've been doing that I'm very conscious of, but I don't do it daily, but I would say, no, I'm not going to talk about that, Grace. <laughs> I'll mention it, actually. So there was this podcast, um, Mel Robbins, Mel Robbins. Her name was. Yeah, it was a high performance. Obviously, I keep plugging high performance. I should be on commission now. But she was talking about, like, high-fiving yourself in different parts of the day, so especially in the morning, and just physically high-fiving. And she was saying that the if you think of anything positive that happens with your arm action, it's by putting your hand up and, and that action, and then just basically just... just uh, maybe just making a comment to yourself or just, even that physical action itself. Uh, I did try it for one day. Um, I told Grace, uh, I was doing fist pump cause I was, I was, I was, I'm one of the cool kids, but, um, yeah, it did actually, I, I did feel a little bit more positive. Uh, it does feel awkward. Uh, and now I just stopped doing it cause I keep forgetting to do it. But I mean, if, if you're in that space and you need a little bit more positivity, uh, I suggest that, uh, but I would say try, try, try tomorrow to go and give a compliment to one person and, notice how they feel and their body language and then notice how you feel after um, it's one of those win-win situations that that's a that's a really good one and I, and I think um, you mentioned it earlier match about taking compliments I think sometimes it can be quite a um, British cultural thing sometimes that we're bad at giving each other compliments or receiving compliments we get all awkward however we love we do love getting compliments and it does make you feel good. Even if on the face of it, you feel a little bit like, Oh, how do I react to it? But you do go away and you think, Oh, what a great, what a great start to the day. Um, yeah. I think that's a quality one match. Well done. Cheers, mate. Not bad for a negative person. eh? <laughs> Quick five questions. Okay. Grace, are you ready for this? Um, Grace, what is one book, podcast, movie, or Netflix season or series that you would recommend to somebody and why? Um, I would recommend the book Atomic Habits. Um, oh, awesome that. book. Yeah, awesome book about building habits, building um, different ways that you can evaluate your lifestyle and how we build habits, how we get rid of habits bits but honestly it was one of the best books i've ever read and i read it within a week and it's a pretty thick book um mm. i'd recommend that to everyone i've seen it i've seen it on my on the list and i just feel like i'm all right with my habits but do it's you interesting still, though do you still recommend it yeah 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 because okay, i'm the same I'm like i feel like i'm pretty good i have like my set routine but it just made me evaluate how did i get into that routine and if i did want to add something to my daily lifestyle how would i go about doing that and you know it's cool yeah. Might find a way to get rid of my chocolate. Right. Uh, second, my question, what's the most important character trait you feel that everyone should develop? Um, I think resilience. I think um, everyone should be resilient because I think you're not always going to be in, in amazing situations and you are going to have to 
um, evaluate the situation that you're in. But I think being resilient is being able to see, like we said earlier, the positive and the negative side to things and just being really realistic. And if something hasn't gone your way, be resilient and try again. Final question. Um, What's your best tip to develop productivity? Oh, Google Calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's quality. Google (laughs) Calendar. Chris loves a Google Calendar. You want to go for a 20-minute lunch? There we go. It's in the Google Calendar official. (laughs) Grace has invited you to lunch. Oh, okay. (laughs) But Grace, we're going in 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, just thought I'd remind you. (laughs) When when did you you get into it? It's quite a recent thing, isn't it? A recent thing, like since maybe in the last like two years. But um, more so recently, I just planned my whole day on there. Um, even stuff outside of work, like going to the gym. If I'm going to take a nap, what time am I going to take my nap? Really? You, got, you, <laughs> you put that in your calendar? <laughs> yeah. Really? Wow. So I'll like, I'll look at it in the morning. I'll look at all the slots <laughs> I have. Yeah. You know, if I'm feeling tired, maybe I'll schedule a nap that day. Ooh, I've got one. Uh, sorry, I, I'm very big on the calendar as well. But one thing that when, when with Pearl, we have a combined one. So when we do, when she's going to do something or when I'm doing something, we'll put it on. That's a family calendar and that's so useful. Yeah. So I don't double book and, and just kind of plan plan my week or something. Awesome. Thank you so much, Grace, for um, being on our first uh, first episode of season two. I think it's been a very positive podcast. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So we're going to try doing something new, which is um, review uh, our own, just review the episode with our own thoughts and basically kind of reflect on what we've learned from there. So Joe, what would you say you, you taken away from that chat with Grace? I think um, one thing that I really liked, and I think we both shared this was just like the, the impact your parents have on like your mindset um, and kind of developing that more more of a positive mindset I think what was interesting and this came out from what me and Grace were talking about and also then hearing your viewpoint on positivity is that you know positivity or being a positive person and have a having a positive mindset can also look quite different so you might have a positive mindset on what you do and and be solution orientated and all those things but you also get those types of people who are just super bubbly, super high energy, super smiley. And you kind of see them as the same, as the same in terms of that's positive. Um, but sometimes as well, that, that could also be a bit of a front for something. Um, and that's, I suppose, when then we begun to talk a little bit about toxic positivity as well, which I think is, is another really interesting topic. And, I think there's a fine line between being bubbly and positive and always smiling. And then are you connected and are you aware of your, also your negative feelings as well? And do you, do you show empathy? Do you show understanding? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed today though. And I enjoyed kind of hearing ad- additionally my views with graces and then also your viewpoint as well from somebody who, believe they're not super positive but I agree with you I I think you are a positive person it comes down to a little bit of body language and things like that yeah I mean 
um, yeah, a couple of things that you said there as well. I thought I, I really liked um, how Grace kind of processed or described the process of how she would take information. Mm-hmm. And when she was saying that, I was like, yeah, that's exactly me. I'm the same. So I was like, that kind of made me feel a little bit better about, you know, what I that's the way I look at life. So there is that positive side to me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the other side is that, like I said, I don't have that positive energy that you you two have or my body language. And it's not, it, I'm never going to have that, to be honest. And it, I mean, it won't feel natural to me. Um, but uh, I am working on things like, for example, uh, saying those positive comments uh, when mm-hmm. I feel it's right. Whenever I feel the room feels a bit negative or the people feel a little bit negative, I just try to consciously pick up a positive, put something positive in there. Um, and then also just be conscious of like just not falling into that negative vibe and people are being negative around me, like joining them. But I think one thing that's that that's made me think on my own, like parenting, for example, is that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to work hard because it's not natural to me. But I mean, initially I probably will have to work hard until it feels natural to me. But how I parent my kids as well. Just just seeing yeah. what what how your parents have had an impact on both of you guys. Actually, it's a very similar uh, and, and a consistent thing that you both mentioned about how it's then had an impact on your life. So I think um again, just teaching them the thought process and encouraging them. And I'm sure the encouragement will happen normally, but I think I've got I'm just gonna be a bit more conscious of like trying to sit with their feelings or sit with a situation or a scenario and then just basically uh, work it through with them so they come up with positive solutions and I think that's something that I'm gonna have to be more conscious of and work hard on you know something that we didn't really mention today but I think is also a, a really powerful thing in a, in a room to develop that positivity is, is you mentioned about body language but just like smiling and, and it it's such a small thing isn't it but like if you walk into a room and somebody's smiling either back at you or just you smile at them, that just gives off that kind of positive vibe. And that gives off that like, oh, it's a, it's a good day. I was feeling rubbish, but this person just smiled at me. It also depends on what sort of smile you have, right? If you've got a smile like me, it looks like I've been hit by a double-decker <laughs> bus. Uh, a everybody, ev- everybody appreciates a smile. Yeah, um, and And... However, however confident you are with your smile, everybody always appreciates it. And it does just brighten up a room. I, I fully agree with you. There are some people that have <laughs> a smile that brightens up the room way more than others. Yeah. But still that, it's just body language. And I think body language comes a long way. When people walk into a room and their shoulders are hunched over and they've you know, got their head down as they walk past you, if you're feeling glum, that's going to make you feel even more glum. However, if somebody comes in and you might be feeling a bit tired and they go, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, or they just smile at you and say, Hey, you know, that, that brightens up your day sometimes. So yeah, it's, I think for you, I think you're, I think you are, um, you being aware of it is a good thing and being aware of like, okay, this doesn't feel natural, but I'm going to keep doing it. And I think you'll find yourself doing it more and more. Um, I would I would say that your partner is very positive and quite smiley and bubbly. So also, you know, whether that's you kind of equaling things out at home as well. Do you want to be? You must see their own, mate. <laughs> <laughs> completely different. Completely, completely different. different. 
but yeah, okay, I, I mean, what it's interesting. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Joe, man. Thanks for that. That was a great, another good episode. Um, obviously, starting with positive vibes is uh, it's only going to get better, isn't it? Really. Exactly. Thanks, Madge. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Share it with someone if you think they might enjoy it or if they might learn something new. If you have any comments or would like to join us on an episode, email us at youchattoomuch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.